Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Now, we are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. (laughs) This is the Rod Peterson Show. Ah, it absolutely is. Happy Tuesday and welcome everybody to Canada's daytime sports talk show. It is uh, episode number 565. We are emanating from the bunker and here's a new one. On Game Plus TV in Toronto. How about that? How about that? How about that? It is a brand new week. Hope you all enjoyed your Labor Day weekend, wherever you may be, all across the continent, as we are on Game Plus, and also streaming on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Are you okay, Moose? You're I'm, fidgeting I over know, there? Right? You're knocking things over? Having a morning. No, we're good. <laughs> are you really? No. Uh, I was on the phone this morning doing an interview in Canada's only border city, Lloyd Minster. And uh, you know those boys up there. Mm-hmm. Bucky, when it was over, he's like, who's on your show today, Rod? I'm like, I don't even know, Bucky. How about that? I don't even know. He's like, what do you mean? You go, you go to air in an hour. Yep, that's how we roll here. And as I look on the board, Rich Sutter will be with us, our uh, NHL insider, and also Sean Simpson, who's a guy that I said to Clark over the weekend, if you don't have anything booked yet for the week, Give, give Simmer a call in Ottawa and see what he's up to, because he's been very loquacious and verbose on Twitter about all things NHL, but particularly the Senators. Yep. And I thought, let's get Simmer on the, way, on the air. And like within five minutes, Clark's like, Simmer's in. I'm like, perfect. Pretty efficient. Yes, both of them. But before we go any further and jump into what we normally do on these uh, first day of the week, uh, well, let's do the RP Show Summer Photo Album presented by Great Western Brewing Company because I want to know what you all did this weekend over the Labor Day weekend because it seems like a long time ago since we were all in here, doesn't it? Yeah. It seems like a long time ago. It really was. Which is a good thing. That means that you love your place of work, I guess, that it seems like a long time. So let's yeah. go. Can we get the photos? Uh, that actually came from my good friend, the sports doctor, Dave Patrician, from his seats at the Labor Day Classic 57. That is not a bad shot from an iPhone. He had great seats. I yes, was following his social. He had mm-hmm. great seats. Thank you, sports doctor, for the photo. This is one of the greatest photos I believe I've ever taken. And that's not the full show. That's like cut off. But that's at Kenosi Lake. That's right in front of the Moosehead for the most part. 
See the guy with the cowboy hat? Oh, yeah. Fishing on the dock. That's where I spent the week. That's one of the greatest spots in the province. Oh, I did a little moseying on down to Carlisle. Proud home of Brendan Morrow and Jim McKenzie, two NHLers. The sign's a little faded, Carlisle. Have you made any headway on getting it changed? Mm, well, I'm shaming them on social media by saying you need to add Kale and uh, Hayden Fleury of the Seattle Kraken. Did you know that Carlisle's the cornerstone of Saskatchewan? I did not. I did not until I, I looked at the entrance signs. And then one of our two interns starting this morning, Olivia, she's from Kenosi Lake. Can you imagine growing up in that beautiful yeah. spot? How about that? Man, that is, uh, that's a shot of luck right there. This What's w- this? This was uh, the Humboldt Golf Club. Uh, was there golfing in a tournament. We played 54 holes in two days. You can imagine what that was like. Um, but it was awesome. They were really hospitable. Got to see everybody. And I believe Dave and Jen, the couple I was golfing with, on Sunday, said they were going to watch today, so I wanted to say oh, hi nice. to Dave and Jen. Hey, and that, and then we wandered over to Saskatoon, and that's uh, that's breakfast in Saskatoon. That looks amazing, right downtown by the river in Saskatoon. And what else? That's that it. That's it. Okay, that's a pretty good weekend right there. Getting out and about. Share with us how you're enjoying the summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show by using the hashtags RP Show or GW Beer Summer. And speaking of uh, Game Plus Television, I see Sean McCormick's in the control room. Sean's at the controls today. He says, happy Tuesday, RP squad. Spent the weekend watching the Jays, but made time for the Ticats. Worried about the O-line, but they're back, baby. Yeah, that's the point. And in our quick six, we're going to talk cover CFL, NFL, college football, NHL, the Blue Jays, and tennis. But can we hit the quick six show topic? Thank you, Director Jordan. The warm-up's brought to you by E-Cold Electric, of course. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, E-Cold Electric. Let's get to work. Let's do a recap of Labor Day weekend in the Canadian Football League, because that's what a lot of you came here for. Friday night was a dreadful game. I watched that at White Bear Lake. Bear Clock Casino and Lodge. <sighs> the Montreal Alouettes destroyed the Ottawa Red Blacks 51-23. Actually, 51-29. In a game that had 80 points scored, how could it be so bad? But it was terrible. But the Alouettes are who we thought they were, and unfortunately, so are Ottawa. Yeah. Let me move on to Sunday's Labor Day Classic, which was not a classic. For those that don't know, it was the 57th Labor Day Classic between age-old rivals Saskatchewan and Winnipeg, and the Blue Bombers came in and had their way with the Rough Riders to the tune of 23-8. We could spend two hours on that football game alone because the analytics show most of our viewers are in Manitoba and Saskatchewan but I'll just say for now the Blue Bombers are the number one team in the CFL they showed it Saskatchewan can turn around and redeem themselves totally redeem themselves Harry (laughs) if they go into Winnipeg and win on Saturday but I don't know whether they will or not I think that the odds makers will have the Bombers favored by five six points but I can't believe how upset people are in the rectangle over their Rough Riders losing and not playing well, and Cody Fajardo, the quarterback, coming out and taking all the blame and said it was the worst game he's ever played. That's a leader right there because it wasn't his fault. I could get into the stats. Riders lost the turnover battle 4-2. The sack battle 3-1. We're outrushed 125-65. It was complete line of scrimmage domination by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So we'll see what happens in the back end of the home-and-home. Uh, But I think what I love, it tickled me, was the amount of people that haven't forgotten that I donned a Winnipeg Blue Bombers jersey on this show, and I wore it out and about. Listen! Spicy! You bet. 
the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have been really, really, really good to me. And so you can cheer for both teams. I used to, you know, when people, I'm cheering for both teams. I'm like, what? What are you, Satan? In any, in any sport. Right. Now I get what they were saying. And maybe people that are all over me for becoming a Blue Bomber supporter should realize that you open your mind a little bit and realize there is life after green. And, uh, yeah, so I was happy for my boy Willie, Zach, and all those guys. Richie Hall. Good guys over there in Winnipeg. Good guys. Nick Dembski, who played the Riders and now starring There's with Winnipeg. There's a lot Winnipeg. of them. Patty Newfeld. There's a lot of them. But, it, but you start with Zach. And, I mean, he's really, since he left, I mean, he's come back into Saskatchewan and kind of owned this place, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. A little bit. He's owned Mosaic Stadium. So, no, Winnipeg looked really, really good. They, they dominated. Cody was under pressure all afternoon. It was not a fun game if you're a Ryder fan. Uh, and that's cause for concern heading into next I week. I felt the heat. <sighs> oh, yeah. Coming off the social media on the weekend and just how upset well, people were. And blindly just throwing the blame at everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes, right? Yeah. Uh, and then on Monday, the doubleheader, I didn't see a snap of Hamilton beating Toronto 32-19 at the Coffee Cup at Tim Hortons Field, but the Ticats are clearly back, and I don't know what the Argos are. And then I'm a little surprised that Edmonton went into Calgary and won 32-20. I think it was 12 or 14 years it's been since Edmonton won in Calgary on Labor Day weekend, so kudos to them. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, the reindeer there, the elk. And, and so before I move on to my next point... The poll question. Oh, I can't. Can you put up the poll? I was in the middle of tweeting this and uh, my show links, and I can't. Can you? Do you have results? Here I can is. pull it up too. You can pull it up on Twitter. Our, here's the. What are the storylines coming out of Labor Day weekend in the CFL? What's the top storyline? Yeah. The Elks are for real. The Tie Cats are back. Are the Riders in trouble? And VA, Vernon Adams is back. Who is leading on Facebook, Moose? Riders in trouble is leading 38%. And a lot of that narrative goes back even a couple of weeks when the offense struggled against Ottawa to put up points. Well, they put up 12 points against the Ottawa defense, and now you struggle to put up points against Winnipeg, who have a very good defense, but Riders in trouble, I think people are concerned. Ticats are back is a close second at 31%. Ticats look for real with Dane Evans, the quarterback. Uh, so that's the CFL notes. By the way, yes, yours truly broke the story yesterday that Derek Moncrief, the former L.A. Rams and Vegas Raiders linebacker, has signed with the Edmonton Elks. People were writing me all night saying, Rod, are you not a- other media actually writing me saying, are you not upset that TSN's crediting Farhan for that story and Three Down Nation's taking credit for it? I don't care, brother. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know. That's all that needs to know. That's right. On Twitter, Riders in Trouble is leading there to 41%. So moving on, I was a little surprised this morning to open up my inbox and see from USA Today their power rankings in the National Football League. You've heard, Moose, that it opens Thursday night, right? I've heard. (laughs) With America's game, the Dallas Cowboys at Tampa Bay, my two favorite teams, and I'm not sure I'm even going to watch because I think it's going to be roadkill. There's a very good chance that we're going to be on the road anyways. So, anyways, the power rankings here, feel free to agree or disagree. And, you know what, come and chime in with your comments would be great. 
And the Prairie Mobile text line is open, too, 306-840-8777. Number one team in the National Football League heading into kickoff Thursday night is the reigning Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number three, the Cleveland Browns. Spell check. Number three, the Cleveland Browns. I'm still... It's hard to digest, hey? What? Number four, the Green Bay Packers. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. Number six, the Los Angeles Rams. Number seven, the Tennessee Titans. Number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. Number nine, the San Francisco 49ers. And number 10, the Seattle Seahawks. Now, I've got the entire list here. I was uh, a little annoyed that the New England Patriots are ahead of the Dallas Cowboys with a rookie quarterback in the name of Mac Jones. I'm kind of wondering if these guys were smoking the uh, electric lettuce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with some of these rankings. Uh, they've got Houston dead last, by the way. I think everybody's got Houston dead last. <laughs> uh, T-Mobile starting. T-Mobile starting, by the way, in week one for the Houston Texans. If it matters, they've got Detroit, the second worst team. The Philadelphia Eagles, the third worst team. How do the Eagles fans feel about that? Yeah. They got rid of Carson Wentz for a reason. Went with Jalen Hurts. That's supposed to be the cure for all that ails them. But they don't have a lot of support around Jalen Hurts. There's not a strong supporting cast there. So they're going to need somebody to step up and make a statement if they're going to be better than the basement in the National Football League. So on Friday, we talked very briefly. And when I say briefly, five minutes maybe on college football. And the numbers went up. The comments increased exponentially. And when I got off the air, people were writing me saying, you guys got to talk about college football? It was so refreshing. It was a nice change. And then here's what I think. Here's my team. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, yeah, man. If you're in, I'm in. And I spent all day Saturday watching college football at White Bear in between walks yeah. and uh, things like that. Obviously, I enjoyed college game day preview. So, Alabama won. I said on Friday, the Crimson Tide are my number one team for two reasons. One, growing up, I always knew they would be on cable television in this area because it's the Alabama Crimson Tide. And their young quarterback, Bryce Young, in his first game Saturday against Miami, threw four touchdown passes in his first game. Do you know who held the record prior with three? Joe Willie Namath. Wow. Broadway Joe. So, we might have the next one here with the Alabama Crimson Tide. And the other reason is a lot of friends that have come through that program. Tuscaloosa is on my bucket list. I'm not sure whether I'm going to get there or not because I've got a lot of items ahead of it on the bucket list. And then I'm following Texas, Huckham Horns, for their coach, Steve Sarkeesian, who's a good friend. And they won their opener over Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, Clemson lost to Georgia. LSU lost to UCLA in some great football games. And then last night, Ole Miss, do you see them having their way with Louisville? That one was on TSN. Well, I know. And Kicked I their ass. A.J. Brown, Titans number one receiver, who's a Ole Miss uh, alum, and he's on Twitter saying, we want Bama, right? Mm. We want Bama. We St- want started already. I know. And flexing a little bit. And um, the Irish, Notre Dame, they won an overtime. Primetime game. It was yeah. a great weekend of college football. Actually, uh, Brian Kelly, the coach, yep. said, uh, do you see what he, he was asked about his team's execution? And he said he was in favor of it. Yeah. Okay. On SportsCenter, the anchors were saying, that's not funny anymore, Coach Kelly. <laughs> I still think it's hilarious. 
What do you think of your team's execution, coach? I'm in favor of it. That's still funny, isn't it? Eh, nervous smiles from our interns on the couch. It's a new era, Darren. Might might be time to retire that one, Rod. (laughs) What? He's not serious. I still think it's hilarious. I'm sorry. Um, Ray in the 6 writing in from the 416. Hey, Rod, I was on vacation the last couple of weeks, but I caught a few episodes on YouTube. Good to be back with the squad. Have a good show. Just uh, Ray in the Kitchener, Ontario uh, area pointing that out. Something happened to the phone again. Okay. Hey. Androids. It's just this thing. Can you turn it on and off? That's always fix it, right? Turn it on and off. Sure. Um, Point four. I'm so tired of you, Sperry, Coke, and Emmy to Carolina story. Like, NHL, can you do something? Whoa. Do something newsworthy. See what happened? It's like double screen. It went all haywire on me. I'll fix it. Tim in Montreal is watching. He says, Rod, don't forget, you sports football has started too. We will uh, get to that. Steven Sawchuk, Bomber fan, says, miss seeing you at the Armory pregame this year. Well, it is uh, COVID times. From Ken Kajowski on Facebook says, snowflakes have no sense of humor anymore. I mean, again, Coach Brian Kelly was being eschewed for making the joke about his team being executed. He's not serious. Can you not make a joke anymore? Apparently not. Clearly not. Clearly not. Hey, we're running out of time here, and we got Rich Sutter coming up, but how about those Blue Jays? Like, I don't understand. Said it a million times. I'm bilingual, fluent in this country's two official languages, hockey and football. Baseball is another language to me, even though I grew up watching it. I thought the Blue Jays were out. What the hell? They're three games out of a wild card spot. They, they smacked around the Yankees, 8 nothing at Yankee Stadium yesterday. Are you in or are you out, Blue Jays? And if you're that? this close, I can see why the real ardent, hardcore Blue Jays fans were so upset this year when they, the games they pissed away. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because they could be leading the division if they had just grown up a little bit. So I get why they were so upset. I guess they are that good. Yeah. Then they better make the playoffs then. But this is why I saved getting very upset for my teams, like the Dallas Cowboys, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Regina Pats. I just don't have that investment with the Blue Jays. But now I can see why people were so mad. Oh, yeah. All summer long. Well, you're invested in this team, and you know how good they are. And just it was mistakes, right? Just mental mistakes, little mistakes in the bullpen, and they could be in a much better spot. But they're still talented enough to be in the mix. How about this one? Jeffrey Townen, watching on YouTube, says, Hi, Rod. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Love the show. You're becoming a Canadian icon. Becoming? <laughs> the Stampeders can't actually miss the playoffs, can they? Oh, We're gonna spicy. Mm. Well, listen. Listen. Bo Levi Mitchell has missed... All but two games, and they haven't been able to win. They're one and two without him. You take the number one quarterback off any team in this league, they're done. Yeah. So if the Calgary Stampeders do miss the playoffs, they've got a ready-made built-in excuse that Bo Levi's not playing. He's got a broken leg. And so they could miss the playoffs, and that's the reason why right there. We'll kick more of that around later. Rich Sutter joins us next. This has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. There are a lot of questions coming in on the Prairie Mobile text line. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tel Mobility dealer, headquartered in Winnipeg. And they are 100% CFL-related, of course. So we'll get to those coming up later on here in Hour 1. But we're going out on video chat now to join our NHL insider and good and longtime friend, Rich Sutter, who I was thinking of on Saturday, Richie, because you called it that Jesperi Kokanemi would be going to Carolina and that the Habs would not match the offer sheet. It happened, and he's going to the Hurricanes for one year. What, what had you so confident that that was what was going to happen? Well, I just – there's a – you know – you know, it's easy for us to comment and, and speculate about what we see from the outside compared to what Montreal's thinking on the inside. But when you look at it, you know, just cost-effective-wise, cap-wise, you just didn't see anything like this being able to work. You know, they're not going to pay the guy twice the value of what his value is at this time. That doesn't say at some point that Cockney is going to be that type of guy uh, on a cap-driven uh, world we're in but at this point it didn't work it wasn't going to work it wasn't going to fit and when you look at it you you knew full well that what montreal was was looking for uh in 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 terms of a player that was out there that could become a possibility that was available Uh, it was easy to flip the compensation yeah they moved up the third pick to a second pick it was easy to flip that compensation Get a guy that was was probably further ahead in the in the in the curve in terms of where he's at with his development in Dvorak. Uh, he was locked in term wise. Uh, term wise, the money fit. Uh, it was a it was a bit of a friend team friendly contract with Dvorak's at this point. Uh, it was a no brainer for Montreal just to just to walk away. Uh, I think the biggest thing, mistake the only, that you can only blame maybe Montreal on or in the past uh, little while with this was, you know, here's a young player that had trouble playing center, adjusting on a day-to-day basis in the NHL. He should have been playing left wing and maybe they would not have been worrying about this today. Uh, B.W. Goldstrom's watching on YouTube says, listening to the RP show, trucking between the Gopher Hole Museum to Swan City, Alberta. Love the Sutter insight to the NHL. Well, that's why we got him on. Um I want to talk about the Kraken in a moment, but you mentioned Christian Dvorak. That's the other news on the weekend. Traded from Arizona 
to Montreal for mm-hmm. two draft picks, including a first rounder in 2022. He's a great player. I've been watching him in Arizona a while. Um, what led to that trade, do you think? And how do you, you know, if you don't throw around first rounders easily, what's your read on that trade? Well, the, the, only, the only thing that kind of surprises me a little bit, it, and, and it's, I know I'm, look, I'm a hockey fan also. I'm employed by a National Hockey League team that treat me very well and, and I love working for, but I'm also a real fan of the game and, and pay attention to what's going on out there. And uh, to me, if I, was a, if I was an Arizona Coyotes fan, I'd be a little bit alarmed that, yes, we're stockpiling all these picks, and we got all these picks coming, and yes, the draft's going to be strong in the next couple of years for the next couple of years. But what are we going to do in the meantime? You know, when 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 the trade was when it went down, I mean, I knew the day before it was happening that that the deal was basically in order and was done with Arizona uh, for Christian Dvorak. I immediately went to their depth charts and started going through their system and going like, okay, so yeah, you got four or five other guys that can play center, but. For me personally, outside of Clayton Keller, what have you got uh, coming back down the middle? That's, you know, you've got a bunch of fourth line centermen, in my opinion. And and um, what are you going to do with your middle six forward group to help get you through for the next two three years? That's going to be enormous. And and trying to, you know, like help help implement it. Let's get this building built. Uh, let's keep the fans attracted to our hockey club. Uh, I just go through their depth chart now and then I'm going, holy smokes, like, um, look, they're good people in Arizona. They're smart people. I hope they've got some ideas and some plans moving forward to help kind of help keep this in place so they can get this building hopefully done and get, you know, get these draft picks available uh, to become good players. So they've got the work cut out. They know it, but they're a good group of people. I'm sure they'll figure it out. That part's true for sure. And uh, two things with what you say there. In my mind, I'm thinking poor Andre Turinier. Rookie head coach of the Coyotes, first NHL job, and he's saddled with that. And two, the city of Glendale, when the old Coyotes owners were saying, it's not a hockey town, the city of Glendale saying, why don't you try winning? Let's see how that works instead of blaming the people of Arizona. Anyways, do you have, I'm just going to move on if you're okay with that. Yep. From James in Henderson, sorry, James in Borden, Manitoba says, licorice legs is not worth $6.1 million. Talking about Kokinyemi, of course. And there's a media guy in Montreal that refers to him as Licorice Legs. Rich, I'll tell you when I see you next who it was. Uh, I was down in Carlisle on the weekend, the home of Jim McKenzie, Brendan Morrow, and also now Hayden Fleury and Kale Fleury of the Seattle Kraken. There's five SAS players on the Seattle Kraken. I'm calling them Team Saskatchewan. Do you think they make the playoffs in year one in that Pacific Division? Well, I certainly like their group. <laughs> I, 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 they're they're starting. You know, the backbone of your of your team has got to be your goaltending, your defense, especially in an expansion club. Uh, I, I, I would take that that group on the back end. I would take that tandem and goaltending. Uh, the only thing concerning with goaltending is probably depth. If someone was to get hurt. But you look at you look at your goaltending starting today. You look at your lineup on the back end before you even start to talk about your forwards, Rod. And that defense is as good as a lot of other hockey teams in the National Hockey League. That goaltending is as good as a lot of other teams in the National Hockey League. Uh, and you look at that group up front. They they've made some kind of very uh, shrewd little signings when 
people say, well, it's just Riley Shan. Well, Riley Shan can kill penalties. Riley Shan can win important faceoffs. Riley Shan can play defense. Riley Shan can contribute a little bit uh, offensively. So he's a perfect bottom six, fourth line guy. Uh, these are the kind of character guys. Look, these guys have a lot to prove themselves too, and they want to come in and be part of the excitement and part of the energy and the synergy that's going to happen around that city and that hockey club this year. Uh, they're going to want to go and prove to the world themselves too that this is just another example of a, of a piece they put in place that that uh, these guys, I think, have got a lot of motivation, and I think they have the pieces in place to be a playoff team, and I see no reason why not. Uh, I think it's going to be an exciting time. Anyone's a part of that organization, whether you're a player or an employee, uh, man, I would feel pretty, pretty grateful and fortunate to want to be on board and, and do that, and good for that group. I think it's the number one story in the NHL this year is the Seattle Kraken. I think every single game of theirs is going to be exciting. And like you say, Grubauer and goal, great place to start. Uh, from Chewbacca, watching on YouTube, says, move the Coyotes and give the Jets their history back. Uh, from Trent, he's watching in Norway. He says, the Bombers spanked the Riders and sent a message. We're not going away. I wonder if the Coyotes will get their arena in place before the lease expires. I'm not sure that the Kraken will make the playoffs. The West is too tight. Stay well, everyone, says Trent in Norway, where it is 6.30 p.m. My cousin Christine is watching in Medicine Hat, and she says, Richie, sending love from Medicine Hat. Do you know my cousin Medicine Hat? Do you know Christine in Medicine Hat? I don't know if I do. Oh, well, she feels like she knows you, Richie. Yes. And by the way, the Regina Pats are in training camp. God's team. Connor Bedard had three goals in a 4-3 uh, blue and red game the other day. The actual official inter-squad game is tonight. What can you tell the fans of the team about Zach Stringer, who they got from Lethbridge, to help complement the wonder boy, the 16-year-old of the Regina Pats, and what do you see from this team? Well, I don't think Zach Stringer is going to compliment Connor Bedard. I don't think anyone's going to compliment Connor Bedard, quite frankly. Uh, he is a young man that is uh, determined He's in a class of his own. Look, I watched him at the World uh, 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 20 and the World 19, uh, under 18 camps in Calgary in uh, August. If I was an NHL general manager, an NHL scout, if I was drafting today, uh, Connor Bedard would be my number one pick. I, I, I just felt that uh, I don't know what it was, but – I see a lot of good things in Shane Wright, uh, but I think Shane Wright's got to learn to play a lot different game than he's playing right now in terms of pace, in terms of determination. I saw two players that played at two different age groups, uh, but I saw a kid in Bedard that was just so determined, so dynamic, was doing things at another level that you're going like, hey, how is that possible for a kid this age? Uh, there was just more to his game uh he's the kind of drawing card that people buy tickets to go watch uh he's the kind of guy that you know he does something that you know how did he do that where did he find the time and space to make that happen uh he he's the guy that has the ability to extend plays uh and create things out of nothing and look regina you've got a special player here in the western hawk league not just your city but other cities around the league that look, this kid is going to be worth the price of admission. So I say go buy your tickets.
and watch yeah. this kid play because they're going to have a pretty special group in the Western League for the next two, three years. Hey, my brother Lee called last week. He was all excited. He's got his season tickets. I got mine. We, he said there's not that many left. So, yeah, everybody is getting a more. But, by the way, do you not think, two things, Rich, that Connor should have been in the older group, the under-20s at that camp in Calgary, rather than the under-18s, A? And, B, do you think he will play in the under-20 tournament in Red Deer this Christmas? I felt he should have been in the older group. Uh, look, it's going to be it's going to be a good group. It's going to be a good team. And, uh, quite frankly, uh I'm sure that there's been some dialogue with Connor to come back to Regina and just prove to us that you deserve to be in the older group. Prove to us that you're going to be in the older group when the time counts. I don't know how you keep this guy off the hockey club, to tell you the truth. I just think he does he does too many good things. Uh, and he doesn't have to play center to play in this group. He can play wing. And there was a lot of good centermen at the, in the older group that are going to have to play wing anyway. So... I just I just don't know how he keep Connor out off of it or out of it. Uh, I think his he'll help determine that in the first 25, 30 games himself, uh, and I won't be surprised if he does. Quite frankly, and I'm gonna I'm gonna blow blow someone's horn here too, Rod. Uh, this Fozil kid uh, that is a Columbus pick uh, from Europe uh, is is going to be joining the Pats. Is going to play from this year. I think this young man is a, is also a real good player. And I'll tell you one thing: he should feel very fortunate, and and will will you'll see a lot of good things in him simply because of playing with guys like Connor Bedard. I think it was a no-brainer for him to come to North America. Um, Strucer and John are going to be happy with this kid, and just another real solid piece that they've added to their group. Well, yeah, they are excited. Wait till you see Bedard play defense, which he only does on the power play, but he can do that too. Rich, what are you doing Thursday? I'm going to put you on the spot. Thursday. Uh, 11.30, I got a very important golf match with Miko Makala. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, oh, he's still around, is he? Okay. Yeah, uh, depends what time on Thursday. Is that, yeah, we're, we're doing a show. We're doing a show live from Calgary. I was going to say, if you want to make a little road trip, we're going to be live in Northeast Calgary doing our show on Thursday. Well, I guess had you told me like about two or three days ago, I could have canceled this and moved it over. I swear, that? we didn't know two, three days ago. That's how quick it's come together. But anyways, we'll be doing it more, Rich. Enjoy the golf because there's not going to be many rounds left. But thanks for the visit today. No, no, I leave in 10 days. So the, and we're, we're starting my, I'm, 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 I'm scrambling and you feel like you haven't dying in two years, but you're scrambling to to get ready to go and uh the last thing i want to do is the day before be running around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to get things yeah, done exactly all right rich thanks for this okay talk soon guys you bet our nhl insider rich shutter checking in from lethbridge alberta and our visits brought to you by great west great westerns original 16 ultra all cfl the rest of the way sports update next as well you're watching the rp show on the game plus tv network out of toronto Live streaming on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. 
Welcome back, everybody. It is Tuesday, first day of the week. Certainly hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. I think the moose is still recovering because I don't know where he is. Don't know where he is. Did you guys see him? He's doing business probably, eh? Uh, So I'm going to handle this segment by myself for a while unless he decides to join us. Uh, Hour one of the Rod Peterson Show on Game Plus Television is brought to you by the World Rugby Sevens. And explore Edmonton. The World Rugby Sevens is only 22 days away. September 25th and 26th in Edmonton, the World Rugby Sevens series features teams from across the globe with action-packed Rugby Sevens matchups. Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. I'll say it one more time. Our good friend Cameron Hughes, the professional fan, says this is the greatest sporting event he's ever worked at. Cameron Hughes, the guy that rips all the shirts off, does the crazy dancing in all these venues, NHL, NFL, NBA, MLB, WHL, you name it. He said this is the best. Purchase your tickets today if you're in the Edmonton area or not. Make a holiday of it. CanadaSevens.com. Hour one brought to you by World Rugby Sevens. So, sports update, because the phones are going crazy today with CFL talk. Frankie Williams returned a punt 67 yards for a touchdown, and Dane Evans threw two touchdown strikes to lead the Hamilton Tiger Cats past the Toronto Argonauts 32-19 on Monday. Labor Day Classic at Tim Hortons Field. And in the second game of the doubleheader, Trevor Harris threw four touchdown passes to four different receivers to lead the Edmonton Elks to a 32-20 win over the Calgary Stampeders on Monday. Ernest Edwards, Jalen Tolliver, James Wilder Jr., and Mike Jones hauled in touchdown passes from Harris as Edmonton ended its eight-game losing streak in the annual Labor Day Classic. Okay, I, I erred. Earlier, I said it was 12 or 14 years. Eight years is long enough. And I was 0 for 2 in picks for betregal.net in the CFL on Monday. Uh, Bob Wettenhall Sr., the American businessman who took over the Montreal Alouettes in 1997 and transformed the club into one of the CFL's model franchises, has passed away. Early in Wettenhall's tenure, the Alouettes were a CFL powerhouse. From 1999 to 2012, they finished atop the East Division nine times and advanced to the Grey Cup on eight occasions, winning three. No cause of death or age were given. I never met Bob Wettenhall, but I know a ton of guys who worked for him, and they thought that he just walked on water. Florida, multimillionaire, loved his CFL, loved his Alouettes. Just a great man from everybody that I've talked to that knew him well. So condolences to the Wettenhall family. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit his 40th homer. Marcus Semyon went deep twice, and the Blue Jays beat the Yankees 8-0 in New York for their fifth straight win. Vladdy and his Hall of Fame father joined Cecil and Prince Fielder as the second father-son duo to hit 40 home runs. The Yankees lost for the seventh time in nine games following their first 13-game win streak since 1961. Again, Blue Jays, three games out of a wild-card spot. Here in the first week of September, rookie Jake Myers homered and drove in four runs as the Houston Astros sailed to an 11-2 win over the Seattle Mariners. The victory ended a two-game skid for the AL West leaders and snapped Seattle's five-game win streak. Seattle and Toronto are both three games back of Boston for the AL, the, the uh, second American League wildcard spot. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store. For Ballers Rec Room, home of the four-hour Rough Riders tailgate party, and I... 
drove by that on Labor Day Sunday and saw a lot of people that were there with less than honorable intentions and having a great time. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Uh, I get to check in on some of the comments in a moment. And as I said, the Prairie Mobile text line is open. So let's get to those. 306-840-8777. That is 840-8777 from Ward in Manitoba. Good day, Rod and Moose. Hope you had a great long weekend. How about them bombers? (laughs) Hashtag, how about that? How about that? They are really rubbing it in in Winnipeg, and I'm here for it. It's in my commentary today, by the way, on Cat Country 98 and Rock 98.5 Edmonton. Old radio guy from the Wolf, Jeff Allen, told me once, when you're on top, tell the world. Because when you're on the bottom, people will line up to kick you in the gut. I've been both. He's right. And Winnipeg is bragging lustily about coming in and having their way with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the Labor Day Classic 23-8. By the way, go to rodpeterson.com right now if you want to read that commentary. There's some spicy things in there about this game that went down Sunday. Um, Adam Ridioff in Hamilton's watching from the 289. Hey, Rod, potential poll question or discussion topic for you is the current level of talent in the CFL the best it's ever been? And he says, uh, Ty Cats fans are feeling pretty good at two and two. You want to hit the spicy on that? Spicy. I would say at the current moment, no, it's not. Top end talent level, as good as ever. One through 44 on your roster, not the best it's ever been. The football people understand what I'm saying. And with his poll question uh, suggestion there, it's similar to our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. What's the biggest storyline coming out of CFL Labor Day weekend? Tie cats are back, as Adam said. Riders in trouble. Elks are for real. Or VA is back. And 41% on Twitter saying it's riders in trouble. And on Facebook, 39% leading. Riders in trouble. But are they? Really? They can go to Winnipeg on Saturday for the Banjo Bowl. 4 p.m. Eastern kickoff, by the way. Note the early start time. And totally redeem themselves. There's a respondent to that poll, by the way. From My Dog Holly. That's his Twitter handle. My Dog Holly. He says, the whole league is in trouble. And he says it in all caps. Um... When I was on the radio this morning in Lloydminster, Canada's only border city, they were asking me about that. And I said, the CFL would prefer to keep everything positive, and I'm going to prefer to keep everything positive. The games, for the most part, this weekend came off. Well, they were good games. They came off without a hitch. Are they financially in trouble? This league's always financially in trouble. Somebody else can talk about that. See... Viewer Kelly Bale watching on YouTube says it is not the best ever due to all the recent retirements. And he is right. If you want to talk about the Canadian uh, talent from Brad Sinopoli in Ottawa, uh, Mateos, the the center for the Red Blacks, Brennan Labad here, perennial lineman of the year, not playing because of COVID control. The, The best 
players across the board are not playing. So right now, no, this is not the greatest the talent's ever been. And I'll tell you what, certainly not the best the officiating's ever been either. Maybe we'll talk about that and more when we come back for viewer takeover. By the way, coming up in hour two, Sean Simpson from TSN Ottawa. It is a Tuesday. It's a brand new week. You're watching Canada's daytime sports talk show on Game Plus TV out of Toronto. Also, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Finish your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. Guess what we found? Voila! La Mousse. Yo. How are ya? Swell. Getting ready to go. I dropped the bomb earlier when you weren't here that we're going to be live in Calgary beginning tomorrow. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, for the rest of the week. That's good. And uh, I'll get to your comments in a moment. Hang on, everybody. But I guess we can say where we're doing the show from. Yep. The Best Western Premier Inn on Freeport Boulevard. And some kids from my alma mater are writing in. Mount Royal University said, yeah. Rod, you should come to Mount Royal University. Do the show there. Uh, we got the Best Western Premier Inn. The Premier Hotel in Calgary is where we're going to be doing the show from. I'd love to go to MRU. Maybe I'll swing by. They tell me that I, my name's on the wall there. Really? Yes. Photo? No, what I wrote on the bathroom. when I <laughs> Just no. They say that my name is on the wall of fame there. I have not stopped uh, by to see it. We got to check that out. Mount Royal. You want to go by MRU? Well, we're going to visit the UFC. We'll visit Mount Royal. For you people in Calgary... I worked at a uh, bar in Calgary when I went to college called the Rockin' Horse Saloon. We nicknamed it the Divorce Horse. You know why. Yes. And uh. I learned more working Thursday, Friday, Saturday night at the Rockin' Horse Saloon than I learned in school. Really? Oh, yeah. As my dad used to always say, learning ain't, ain't all in the books. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Well, you've worked in bars, too. Well, of course. I'm sure you learned, yeah. We all have. I don't know if you can share some of the lessons you learned. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, by the way, we're brought to you by Explore Edmonton here in hour one. Thanks for the reminder, Clark. How about that? The World Rugby Sevens is right around the corner. September 25th and 26th in Edmonton. The World Rugby Sevens series features teams from across the globe with action-packed Rugby Sevens matchups. I'm told the greatest sporting event that you will ever partake Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. It would be, Darren, sidestepping landmines to think about what I can say and what I can't say, but what I learned at the Divorce Horse on McLeod Trail South, Calgary. Woo. See, the General's writing in from Calgary. The General, he says, nice, Rod. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, from the viewers... I mentioned the officiating in the CFL was not its shining moment. Labor Day Classic weekend. Sean Holm, watching on Facebook, says the referees were terrible in the games I watched. And the CFL Command Center was bad, too. Uh, Casey Jones says, let's not forget the Canadian tag team of Nick Dembski and Andrew Harris. 
They were dominant. Dylan Spicer, watching in Nova Scotia, says the officiating in Saskatchewan was a gong show, especially after that roughing call. He's talking roughing the kicker where the riders got penalized for it. They never even touched the kicker. Did you watch? They replayed it 37 times. Oh, yeah. I saw. I was watching on ESPN News. But at least they got it right. Yeah. We will continue this coming up in Hour 2. And also, Sean Simpson joining us from TSN Ottawa. It's going to be big fun. Stick around after this break here on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.